Welcome to a new episode of the Sunday Sauce. I am back with the OG, the OG of the first episode of the Sunday Sauce, Jackie Toboroff. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. Welcome I'm the back. OG. Welcome back. Amazing to be here. Yes, yes. Um, you're back with uh, a new thing called Gotham Rising. That's right. What is that? So Gotham Rising is something that two other city council candidates started. Uh, it's Felicia Kalan and Vanessa Simon. Felicia, can you tell us about Gotham Rising, please? Absolutely. So last year, an incredible group of women, including Ina Vernikoff, Vanessa Simon, Jackie and I, ran for city council. And um, a few of us lost. Ina went on to victory. But one of the amazing things that came out of that partnership was a sisterhood. And we all ran for city council. It's not an easy task. Um, and what came out of that for the three of us was Gotham Rising. And Gotham Rising is an academy. It's a community and it's an advocacy group. So our primary mission is to recruit and train candidates from launch to victory party to run for office in New York City and in New York. And, and we plan on growing to um, other states as well. Um, we're on the ground right now. We, we have everything ready to go. We're speaking with candidates. We're bringing in the experts to make sure that people know how to run for office effectively. Okay. So how did you all meet? So we met while we were running and we became some sort of an infrastructure and support group. Um, the clubs are super helpful, but, you know, due to time constraints and limitations, there are so many additional questions you have. Campaign consultants are so expensive. They're prohibitive. And what happens is a lot of talent ends up not running or a lot of talent runs and they don't know just the fine the, the fine points that it takes to run a campaign and to effectively and ultimately win. So So is this kind of like a political action committee kind of thing? It's not. We're actually a nonprofit. So oh, um, right. the beauty of that is we're going to be we are an academy. Um so we're going to do some partnerships as well with other groups but Primarily, we're focused, of course, on conservative candidates. Of course. So if you know anything about the Democrat Party and you know anything about AOC, for example, the person Ugh. behind AOC is a group called the Justice Democrats. And what the Justice Democrats do is they find, they recruit, they groom people to run for office. And this simply is not happening within the conservative movement. And so we're here to change that. The last year in particular, I'm a mother, Jackie's a mom. Women are ignited, mothers, conservative moms are ignited more than ever, I believe, in what's happening politically. Um, now is the time we're going to capitalize on bringing people into the Republican Party and conservative movement. Our organization in and of itself will work primarily with conservatives. We're prohibited, you know, um, in certain regards because we're a nonprofit, but there are other grassroots organizations, for example, um, working to register Republicans. We want to partner with everybody um, and make sure that we put forth really strong candidates to, to run and to win. Interesting. I see. Um, you uh, I actually saw, were you guys at the Women's National Republican Club last week? Uh, Jackie, I think you were, yes, right? Yes. I was. How did I miss you? Uh, I don't know. Listen, when Jackie Toberoff <laughs> is somewhere, it's usually known. I'm not sure what happened there. And when I'm somewhere, it's usually known. Yeah, we we're, must we're have pretty, been. We're pretty, you know, 
<laughs> we make the party sometimes. So I was I almost thrown out. Scott Pressler was so good. I was cheering from the side with actually Vanessa. We were almost kicked out. Well, Andrew Giuliani came in. Yeah. Uh, and he, me and him uh, were hanging out. And people probably thought I was his bodyguard because <laughs> I was just standing there. And then he uh, spoke a little bit. Cause, you're you know, Italian, right? Right. I, yeah. Well, me and him met prior uh, at the Blue Lives Matter gala. And uh, we were just discussing some things, and we were talking, and then he had to go speak because we had technical difficulties. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know that the Women's National Public Building is so big. Wow. And so much history. There's a lot of history. Yeah. And I think yeah. to what you're saying and to what Felicia's saying, um, right now, there's just there's this groundswell of really yes. angry people. And they're not just... Uh, Republicans. There are plenty of betrayed Democrats. There are plenty of panicked independents. And they're looking for a party. They are pissed off over what's going on with the schools, the education, and the parents. Right. When I was was there, I didn't know. um, I was talking to Jane Pontarelli and uh, Roseanne, the president of the club. And I didn't know there was so many, like, uh, conservative Republican women in uh, New York City. I and that club is just so amazing that they they came out and they were explaining like this place gets lit parties all the time and I was like wow Republicans party Can- no no but but like the just like you you would think that place would just be like boring old money but there's there's like young ladies there who who you know frequent that club I was like wow that's very nice well you want to hear something funny so I've been going to these unmask the toddler rallies because I do well you all, got your wish I do all the cool stuff I know we see you on Instagram excuse we see you. me we see I did you. not get my wish I am not grateful to Mayor Adams for finally unmasking toddlers in by the way, two more weeks. I, I know, because COVID waits, right? They yes. should not be masked at all. Why are we acting like this is a victory? This I is agree. not a victory. I agree with so, you. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, but what I just want to say is that at all of these rallies, I'm the minority. There are plenty of ticked off Democrat moms who mm-hmm. are, by the way, running as Democrats. And there are plenty of independent moms who I also know were running. They were candidates previously. Mm-hmm. And they're running now. They keep voting for the same loons that they keep railing at. So Gotham Rising, this is our platform and our chance to recruit these people and let them know there is an alternative. You don't have to keep on doubling down on crazy. Felicia, you grew up in the city? I didn't actually. So um, my husband was born upstate. We moved here in Astoria. I ran here against Tiffany Caban, who's one of the most socialist candidates um, currently at city council. But we actually, um, we started off, my my husband started a church here. He's formerly um, in ministry. He now works in digital marketing. So we got very invested in the community here in Astoria Mm -hmm. and just saw terrible representation. And a lot of people would say, okay, this is AOC's backyard, even though she doesn't live here she lives in brooklyn that's that's a whole other side note um and and yet i wasn't seeing socialist people on the street the problem was people weren't voting and we didn't have good candidates a lot of times we would go to vote and there would be no republican candidate at all on the ballot um so i put my hat in the ring and you know for me it was just the next step in in serving the community uh, we have a huge greek population here so the greek community democrats republicans really came around me um, you know, we got 32% of the vote, which wasn't enough, but it was the most Republican has gotten here in this area in a story. And again, people say this is the socialist capital, but it's not. Unfortunately, only socialists uh, vote. 
Right. So we have to get more people out to vote. So I had this conversation with uh, Joe Pinion, who's a friend of mine, friend of Jackie's. Um, we, I know. I, you know Joe as well. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had this conversation with a bunch of uh, Republican candidates. Uh, a lot of minority Republican candidates, black candidates, and uh, you know Spanish candidates, and they said that the problem is with conservatives and Republicans is they are afraid. White Republicans, just not. They are afraid to go into the uh, bad neighborhoods. They don't go into the bad neighborhoods and get the votes because for some reason they're like terrified. I don't know wh- why, but they, they. But I I realized that that's a good point. You'll you you never saw like um, you'll never see like Lindsey Graham. Go into like a Bushwick or an East New York or anything like that because, you know, but but why is that? Why is that? That's a great question. And I think um, I would love to answer this because my husband was actually a pastor in Queensbridge. Mm -hmm. Queensbridge is one of the largest housing projects in the city. Um, Unfortunately, Queensbridge is just outside of my city council district. But I want to I want to share a story because this is just this just shows the the socialist um, heart of it all. We had a picnic that we do every year. We bring people from other states. We give a huge um, barbecue. We do all the stuff for Queensbridge. Once a year, we bring rides. It was the day before this yearly event that we have at our church. And we get a call from the parks department that says, your event is canceled. Meanwhile, we had people from other states who came. And your event is canceled because Bernie Sanders is coming. And AOC is coming. And I'm going to tell you this, the community was pissed off Mm -hmm. and they're pissed off for several reasons. One, if you looked out in the crowd at that event, if you guys remember when Bernie Sanders came to Queensbridge in in Queens, there was not a single person from Queensbridge, first of all. Second of all, they canceled for no reason through the parks department. We had permits. They canceled an event that people look forward to every year. So I think this is just a great example of um, there are a lot of conservatives in in different communities. There are a lot of conservatives in Queensbridge, um, people that I know of personally. And um, unfortunately, you know, it's it's very difficult to find candidates to run. But I don't think Republicans are afraid to go in those areas. I think our message just has to change. You know, my message was always about empowerment. I care about people who are um, disadvantaged. It's just about empowerment mm. and getting people jobs and, and re- refining that message so that people who are poor don't think, okay, the Republican Party is just for people who are wealthy, because that's not true. Right. Um, we're just about empowerment. Right. Um, I, I was going to, I was actually going to say that a lot of people get the wrong message that the, the old Republican Party is just party is about old money, old money, old money. Right. That's that's what uh, Gavin. I saw him part of the Young Republican Club, and uh, I actually interviewed Gavin. He said that 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 Republican is that's done. The old money thing. We're we're done with that. Now it's all out of working class, middle class. Scott people are the new Republican Party. I think though the other problem as to why Republicans you say might not go into those districts. I think for whatever reason, it's a numbers game, and so many people have have discounted New York City. The Mm -hmm. problem with Mm -hmm. discounting New York City is in order to get a Republican governor, you need 35%. And it's a numbers game. There are, to Felicia's point, so many races that don't have Republican candidates. Mm. Uh, We need to invest in New York City, number one, because everyone's paying for our dysfunction, all these taxpayers 
outside of New York City is funding our lunacy. And so it would it would serve them to invest in New York City. And also, look, it's a media situation. How many people, I mean, do you know of all of these races, all of these seats that have no Republican representation? It's true. I mean. So how can a Republican win? I mean, if no one's even on on the ballot, how can they win? Well, it has to start locally, and unfortunately, you know, at city council, like you, you know, you guys said. I mean, we have what five Republicans, and it's only literally in Brooklyn. Five Republicans and out Staten of fifty-one. Island. And Staten Island, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. There's not, I don't, there's not one Republican in Manhattan, right? No. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Vicky represents which, Queens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We won three extra seats, which it was a small victory, right? With the extra. That's like a lot. That's a large victory, actually, for for New York <laughs> it is. City. Yeah. yeah. We kind of I actually had I had. Um, Joe Borelli on, he was telling me, like, to have th- five Republicans in New York City Council is it's a very big, big victory. Well, so what do you attribute it to? Do you, I mean, do you, you're out there. We all live in New York City. Do you think – do you feel a change? So I'll tell you – I'll tell you guys what happened in my – so I live in Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. It's, it's a similar story, you know, Felicia. So it's like oh, yeah, Greeks, Italians, literally same thing. Egyptians. A lot of Arabs and everything. So uh, we had Justin Brennan and Brian Fox, you know. Yep. Um so Justin Brennan basically ran his campaign on Brian Fox being a racist. Uh, he was a Trump supporter. And um, he there's this podcast called Radio Free Bay Ridge that was uh, – it's obviously a liberal podcast. And they went around Bay Ridge and they asked businesses who they're voting for. They didn't say who they're affiliated with. And whoever said Brian Fox, they made a website that um, these businesses voted f- are voting for Brian Fox, support Brian Fox, and they also don't enforce ma- vax or mass mandates, and they made a whole website. And then um, that's basically how Justin Brennan won. He bullied Brian Fox and local businesses into voting for him because obviously he, you know, that's how he rolls. Justin Brennan, he was like a mobster kind of, if you think about it. He extorted local businesses into voting for him. Yeah. I actually interviewed Brian Fox. You guys should listen to it. It's like pretty sick what Justin Brennan did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sickening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl who was his campaign manager was like one of the girls who did the Black Lives Matter rallies, was like throwing Molotov cocktails at the cop cars. She publicly said it on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it was, it's sickening. Yeah, it's... That's disgusting. That's yep. absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Unfortunately, those are the tactics that are used. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of good people who run on our Republicans side. Republicans and- need to play harder. Yeah, they they need to play harder. They yeah, can't yeah. back down. I personally, I like it when there's some fire. I like it when they stand true in their positions, mm-hmm. when they do not waver. Um, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that fight, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that there needs to be there needs to be a cohesive strategy. Look, these seats might not be in winnable districts, but it does not mean you shouldn't run. You should run. It, it builds name recognition. It, being, it brings attention to the district. Well, with all that being said, after Justin Brennan did all that to Brian Fox, I mean, Justin Brennan only won by, I think, six no, not even 3,000 votes or something. Like that. And I, no, I think it was like 400 votes. It's very, like he literally almost got beat. He got beat. Brian got beat by mail-in ballots, not by the machine. So, I mean, that's a wake-up call for Justin Brennan because when, I've been in Bay Ridge my whole life. And uh, the neighborhood, we had Senator Marty Golden, who was an ex-cop, and he made that neighborhood the best. Like, you could walk in my neighborhood at 2 o'clock in the morning. You never have to worry about getting robbed, raped, stabbed. Now in Bay Ridge, just last year alone, shootings, stabbings, rapes. Like, what is this? 
Well, I'd counter what you'd say. I would say it's a wake-up call to Republicans. Well, that too, yeah. I think we, I mean, part of what the three of us want to do with Gotham Rising is we want to make being a Republican aspirational, Mm -hmm. and we want to provide this roadmap. There are a lot of pitfalls. They're expensive. They can cost you an election. And I think the fact that there, it, it's it's such a daunting process when you look at the numbers, both the actual <laughs> the demographics as well as the finances, many potentially good candidates don't run. And we need to convince them to run. We need to recruit them. Our skin is naturally in the game because we live here. We're mm-hmm. all affected by uh, weaponized feces, um, machetes, batons, the new weapons of choice. And so, you know, look, we, we we need to get involved. And this is a great way, Gotham Rising, to get involved. Yeah, what I don't understand is, uh, like, in Astoria, you know, Felicia, uh, a lot of those Greeks and Italians off the boat are that are citizens now, they I don't understand why they're not Republicans. They're small business owners. They care about their money. Uh, I mean, you know, most of these Democrats just give their money away to, to bullshit, like, you know, bullshit causes. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I had, fortunately, I had a lot of Greeks and Italians, you know, backing me, but we just need more people to go out and vote. You know, it's a numbers game. Like Jackie said, I lost by 6,000 votes. You know, if I took the next two years and I knocked on doors and I got people registered, like, I think if we if we really built momentum, you know, we could do that. Unfortunately, I can't do that alone. And I also right. have two young kids. So right. it's, it's time, it's investment. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, not everybody can can do that. It's, it takes a lot. And Democrats are just more organized. They had an organization called 21 and 21. They recruited mm-hmm. 21 women to run for office. Many of those got elected. And, you know, unfortunately, Republicans just haven't been as organized. Um, and that's not to anyone's fault. I think it's just, um, you know, we're filling a gap and we want to work with the counties and, and with the organizations and clubs that already exist and fill a gap that's needed. Somebody has to step up. We ran, we have the experience, we have the knowledge, and we want to make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, also, even in Jackie's district when she ran, uh, I mean, Tribeca, <laughs> fucking Robert De Niro lives there. I mean, all these stars live there. And every day I see her her post, there's garbage fires uh, and, and the homeless people. But, like, but can I tell you, like, I, I hold back because I then hear from my brother and he's like, God, you're so negative. Like, no, but, but like no one wants to watch no, you. They you're miserable. Do. They need to, you need to see it, though. It's like... Like Tribeca, like like I know there's people, Hollywood stars live there. I mean, people with money and wealth live there. And they that should just be like who's city council, who's your like who's running that, bro? Like Democrat. Like that's that's literally what Well, I'll tell you, you know the the person that beat me is is not only a proponent of abolishing police, he is totally pro de incarceration, uh, getting rid of all security at schools. Th- this guy, listen, just in my district alone, um, we we have like a spate of Asian hate crimes. As I said, weaponized feces is now the norm. Mm-hmm. Hatchets, batons. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very wealthy zip code. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's all of downtown Greenwich Village South. The same time, this is where all the rallies are at City Hall, and I'm telling you, these rallies are. Filled with furious Democrats and furious independents. The time is now for Republicans. And I think, I think Felicia, Vanessa, who's not here, I think the reason why Scott Pressler is here um, is he realizes this. You know, he knows 
New York City is ripe for the taking. It's going to take work. Nothing is a given. It's not given we're going to get a Republican governor. Again, it's a numbers game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game. But as we have to vote. We have to get organized. We have to get organized. When it comes to the governor, I think uh, a lot of people want to give Hochul a chance because she's not Cuomo. I think that's what... She's worse. I, I, that's, I know, but a lot of people... Just, I think they're just going to vote for her because one, she's a woman, you know. I mean, ever have you ever had a woman governor in New York yet? I've never voted for a woman. I know, but I mean, a lot. That's how. But this is how the liberal mindset is. Do you, do you understand me? No. Do you, do you, you don't. The, no. the, they're just like, oh, it's a, it's a woman. Disconnect. Yeah, they, they, you don't understand them. But this is. I understand how how the the Democrat minds, the liberal mindset is. Oh, it's a woman. She oh she she you know she took over Cuomo who was a sexual harasser and this and that and then and then, then you know and she's not doing a, I mean she's not doing anything but she's not doing a bad job she just took over so I understand how they think and I feel like if Giuliani runs if he gets on the ballot I think I believe he said he was like a thousand um, signatures away from getting on the ballot. Uh, his name unfortunately is is associated with his father who associated with Trump and a lot of people you know. Don't like President Trump in New York for some reason. I don't know why, which is ridiculous because he did so much for the city. He built everything. He put so much money into the city. And, um, you know, that's that's bad. That's bad, unfortunately. Even though Andrew has nothing to do with President Trump or his father's doings with President Trump. So it's just, it's just, just like, you know what I mean? And Lee Zeldin's been very quiet. I haven't heard anything from Lee Zeldin. You bring up an amazing point. I think, listen, these – gubernatorial candidates, they have to make themselves much more visible yes, in yes. New York City. New York City yes. is crucial. No, I mean, no, but this Gi- is- Giuliani is out. He's out there. Giuliani is He's out, out there. out there every day. I'm just saying like Lee Zeldin, I haven't heard a peep. If I, or Astorino? I don't even know what that guy is. Listen, I um, <laughs> I love Andrew. Yeah. Love him. I mean, he helped me in my campaign yeah. when no one would even talk to me. I love him. Um. We actually have a lot of talent running for governor. Yes, we do. We really do. It's a solid group. Um, And I wish the media would actually – look, they anointed, you know, Adams as the moderate. He's the farthest thing from moderate. Right. The importance on New York City cannot be – cannot be (laughs) – Overstate. I mean, it is. It's but crucial. Yeah. Even even the conservative news channels, Fox, Newsmax, whatever, OA, and whatever, they don't even t- speak about the New York governor's race, and you never hear any of these names. Am I wrong, Felicia? Do you hear any hear any of these people's names ever on any conservative news channel? No. I think I think <laughs> there's a lot that we need to push into in terms of digital market. I haven't seen a lot of digital ads. I haven't seen a lot of a lot. I want to see a lot more from these candidates. Right. I do think, like Jackie said, we have a really good slate of candidates. Of course, Lee Zeldin is sort of the Republican established back candidate. I think he has a lot of great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Giuliani has the name recognition. You know, I think it's up for grabs. Listen, if they become more visible and they get the, the right media attention, the right digital marketing, I'm all about digital marketing. I, I know uh, New Yorkers are going to, they're always on their phones, their computers, mm-hmm. you know, seeing an ad, we have to get that name recognition out there. But I think Democrats are less motivated to come out and vote exactly what you said. Um, you know, to your point, Hochul, she's she's sort of, a, I guess you would call her a moderate. I don't know. Some people would call her more um, moderate. Right. So with that being said, uh, we'll see how the, the primary goes. But for the general election, you know, she'll, she'll most likely win uh, the primary. But for the general, you know, 
will more Democrats come out to vote or will people stay home and more Republicans come out? I think Republicans are more inclined to come out and vote. Um, it's just we have to get them out there and, you know, we have to get them excited right, uh, for right. the candidate that they're going to vote for. This is the problem also. I mean, the Democrats, they're sitting back because they, they just think that, like, you know, they're shooing. They're just like, all right, New York's been Democratic. But look, that's why Republicans right. sit back. They're this, disenfranchised. This is what I'm saying. This is yeah. what I'm saying. This is why I don't see anything. I only see things from Andrew Giuliani. He comes at any event I'm at, he's there. I know. He's, he's there. Right. He's got people with signatures. I, Lee Zeldin, I haven't, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen Astorino. I don't even know where that guy is. I don't even know if he's on close on the ballot. I only hear about Zeldin and Giuliani. But I only see Giuliani because he's, he's out and about in New York City. I know he lives here, so it's easier for him. Lee Zeldin's in Long Island. But I would say I've seen Zeldin in Queens several times. But that's so. easy for him because he's in Long Island. Like he doesn't come into the the, the like the inner boroughs like Brooklyn. Listen, and, and can you not attack these people? We need one of them. We need one of them. I hope he listens, and I, I'm trying to give him advice. I wish I could talk to them. Yes, here. yes. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to talk to Andrew because he's doing it. He's doing what he needs to do. He's doing great. You saw him the other night. I am a hundred percent with you. But yeah. by the way, again, like the, yeah. the, to Gotham Rising, like yeah. this is what we would say there are things that candidates do not know yeah i know lee zeldin get to new york city mr zeldin make no mistake this is not an attack on you i'm just telling you like like dude get out here man like you need to come to events 35 percent. get out here like like andrew came to the blue lives matter event staten island who comes to staten island Excuse me. No, I'm saying like we go to no, Staten, Island. Staten Island. We love no, no but, Staten but what Island. what what governor whatever governor you I never seen Cuomo come to Staten Island. Hardly he hardly came to Staten Island. He hates Staten Island because they hate him and whatever. So he never came to Staten Island. Um, I mean, I'm sure Republicans came to Staten Island, but I never seen like any Democrat come to Staten Island. And then he came to Scott Pressler's event. Yeah. He didn't have to come to that, but he came anyway. Look, wait, um, hold yeah. on. Andrew even sent. I'm 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 part of the Italian caucus for the Young Republican Club. He even sent a guy to get fifty signatures to at our, our, our caucus event on a Saturday night at eight o'clock, an eighteen year old from Brighton Beach. You see what I'm saying? That's all good stuff. But the other guy, Lee Zeldin, isn't doing anything. So I'm very confused. Like what what's up? Someone tell me. I think he's strategically focusing on some of the areas that Republican turnout was better. And I think Giuliani is just naturally gonna pull you know, some of those younger Republican base, um, mm. you know, he, he lives in the city. That's, you know, I don't know what their strategies are. I'm not on their team, but I, you know, from just looking, I, I don't, I think Zeldin is definitely out here. Um, I've seen him several times in Queens and I think he, he might just be being strategic and where he goes and spend his time. And that's another thing as a candidate, you know, we learned very quickly is you can't be at everything, of course, um, and you have to be strategic with your time. So I think he's got some good people on his team. You know, hopefully Giuliani has the same. They're going to have their own strategies of, of who they're going after, who their base is within the Republican Party. And, and we'll see, you know, who uh, comes out to victory or, you know, comes to victory with the primary and we'll be here ready to back whoever that is. All right. So what do you guys think about? Let's get now to the national level. Um, enough about the local stuff. What do you guys think about the Senate and the House? What do, what do we got here? What do we, you think we got this or not? Um, listen, I think we have some really good candidates running in different areas in New York. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to be coming along, alongside some of those candidates uh, to win the majority. I think we're going to win the majority. Um, I, I'm hopeful. What do you think, Jackie? Yeah, I agree. I think we're going to win the majority. I'm hopeful. Um, I am laser focused though on New York City, but I do agree we're going to win the majority. 
Yes. Yes. Hopeful. Red wave. Come on. Yeah, I think after um, we can't even get into all this inflation and. Uh, Can you find a coffee anymore? Okay. Well, real quick, I just want to let you know. You see this Poland Spring? Yeah. Uh-huh. The sixteen ounce Poland Spring used to be a dollar on street cards, right? Guess I'm. First of all, case of this used to be like four dollars. I just paid a dollar fifty. For this Poland Spring bottle. My coffee cart went up, and today he told me he's no longer taking pennies. Wow. Yeah. He went from $175 yep. to $2. We can have a whole conversation about inflation, but this that would just take hours and hours. We can't do that today. This this is That would be too long of an episode. Yeah. But I think between inflation, crime, Broken Ukraine, education. Education. Uh, homeless Homelessness epidemic. and whatever. And these DAs that are getting recalled, I think um, – Law and order will be back in the year of uh, look at the Supreme Court justice that, nominee. That is crazy. She, she, she with the, the woman that can identify a woman. Well, that too. And the, the, did you see what she asked about the pedophile stuff? Happy Women's Month. I cannot define a woman. Yeah. Yes. That's that, that's sick. That's sickening. And then the whole um, the whole thing with the pedophiles. She's like, I, I think the the rule the um, criminal penalties on child molesters and pedophiles is is old. Oh, it should be more, not not taken back. I'm very confused. Like, what, what is this? Well, I have a theory on it. The whole thing is an attack on the nuclear family. They're getting rid of women, getting rid of mothers, and getting rid of procreation. You mean birthers? Birthing people. Birthing people. I don't and we are domestic terrorists. I'm so confused. I know. Oh, God. But to your point, there's there's a lot to be done here. Yes, and and yes. this all should be really good news yes. for Republicans and conservatives. Yes. These are these, look, are, these are solid points here that we right. that we own. We right. own these and we shouldn't we should lean into them. I, I like what you guys are doing. I love it. You guys are grooming candidates that need to like like, like, let's go. We need to take back New York City, and, and, and it needs to be done. And you're doing similarly what the Democrats are doing. And you're right. And we're in no competition right. with anyone. No, we're, no, you're just doing it. We're working with everyone. Yes. You, you, like, no one's like, you're not trying to get anybody elected. You're just trying to help every Republican This is how you get do ready. it, guys. Exactly. Like, you're giving them, like, kind of um, a plan, like a plan, like a, like a play-by-play. Like a roadmap. Yeah, like a roadmap. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Where do we find Gotham Rising? Hit it, Felicia. So GothamRising.org, fresh off the press. Uh And um, we are right now, we're in our launch phase. We're having a launch party coming up April 19th. So that'll be up on our website. Am I invited? Duh. You are yes. absolutely invited. Guest of honor. Yeah. Of no, honor. stop, stop, stop. I'm nobody. I don't want to be guest of honor. <laughs> um, you can so tell, get like... someone much better than me. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so April 19th. We're excited. That's our official launch. We've been talking to cool. candidates at you know, personal level, and we're just we're excited. We're excited for this new phase, and it's going to be awesome. All right, Felicia, Instagram, go. Um, I'm at, at Kaylin for QNS okay. if you want to me and also we have at gotham rising nyc to follow gotham rising and jackie come on it's jacqueline for nyc jacqueline f-o-r NYC. Oh, you got uh, pretty. You got one of your articles re- retweeted and reposted by, by what's his name? Who? Didn't you? Didn't he like propose something? Jack. Jack Pro- something? I yeah. love Jack Prosbeck. Yeah, Excuse yeah, yes. me, I got I it reposted because I know, I know, I'm a contributor at Human Events. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just telling the people that you're big time now. I don't That's know all. if I'm I big mean, time. I, I don't know if I'm big time. Look, uh, I think though, you know, you said our friend Joe Pinion. The truth is, this is a tight knit group. Yes, yes. There is a tight knit group, and I think what is so frigging sexy right now seriously sexy is there are so many motivated um 
men, women mm -hmm. who are like, who are just chomping at the bit mm -hmm. to make some noise mm -hmm. and and steer New York City, New York in the right path. Mm -hmm. And there are there's so much talent here. We've got to harness it. We've got to make this. We have to widen the net. That's we have right. to widen the net. And uh, listen, with that being said, ladies, thank you. Good luck to Gotham Rising. And I'm looking forward to that party. Thank you. You're coming. <laughs> Bye. Bye.